Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to The Counselor's Couch. If you are a new listener, then I want to thank you for joining us. You are listening to The Counselor's Couch, a podcast dedicated to exploring topics and issues that are designed to enhance the lives and relationships of listeners. As always, I am your host, Calvin Williams, a licensed professional counselor with over 25 years of experience dedicated to helping you uncover your potential and lead the life that you are seeking. Now, as a reminder, nothing provided in this podcast implies a therapeutic relationship between counselor and client. It is solely for education and entertainment. Counseling does help, and if you are considering therapy, please reach out to a trained, licensed professional in your community. Now, if you're seeking counseling services in the Monroe, Louisiana area, then consider HealthPoint Center. Change starts here. Psychology and Counseling Services. HealthPoint is a collaboration of independent professionals dedicated to improving your quality of life and guiding you on a positive path toward change. That's Health Point Center, located at 1818 Avenue of America, Monroe, Louisiana. Call today to inquire about services, providers, or to schedule an appointment at area code 318-998-2700. That's 318-998-2700. Now, don't forget, questions and comments about this podcast can be emailed directly to calvin at calvincwilliamslpc.com, or you can find me on Facebook at Williams Professional Counseling Services, LLC, and you can even check out my website at www.calvincwilliamslpc.com. So please feel free to submit topics of interest, comments, or questions. So pull up a cushion, kick off your shoes, and grab a cup of coffee. Let's get started with the session. I want to welcome everybody back and tell you again how grateful I am that you have taken this time to spend with me. I hope that you're having a great week. Spring is definitely here, and all of the Louisiana pollen is everywhere. But we're not going to let that ruin our day. I want to thank you again for spending this time with me. Today, we're going to continue to explore the Serenity Prayer as we started in the previous episode. I hope you took some time this week to reflect on your own personal definition of what serenity is. I hope you found some peace. I also ask you to identify some of the things in your life that you may be having trouble accepting. Maybe it's a person or an event from your past. Perhaps you're struggling with anxiety about your future. Or maybe it's just simply the Louisiana pollen. What we learned last week is that if you cannot change it, you have to accept it. Yes, acceptance is difficult. That's why we ask for serenity, peace, and calmness to begin a very difficult process of accepting the things we cannot change. Now, I really hated to leave you hanging halfway through the prayer, but you know, sometimes it's good for us to sit with something for a little while. Sit with your discomfort or sit with your feeling. It oftentimes will reveal something to us, something that we may need to know. And I hope you experienced just that. Now, I don't know about you, but when I started my journey exploring this prayer, I found myself feeling, well, depressed and frustrated at this exact point. You know, I started walking around saying, well, I can't change it, so I guess I have to accept everything. I mean, seriously, I was like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Oh, um, it was really, you know a sucky place to be. However, I've always been very fortunate to have people in my life 
to guide me and prod me forward. And I remember talking with a friend or a mentor at the time, and he said, Calvin, I like what you're doing with the prayer, but have you ever looked at the next line? Wow, this was a great lesson for me. When you're going through something, don't stop. Keep moving forward. Imagine if you're going through a dark tunnel. Well, don't stop. Keep moving forward and you will come to the other side. In therapy, we use that term a lot. You know, we're going through something. Our client is going through something. And I'm always fascinated how many of us will stop midstream and camp out in our depressive episode, our grief, our hurt, and even our healing. That's when we need a little push or a pull to keep moving forward. It does get better, especially when you look at the rest of the serenity prayer. So, we left off last week with, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Well, what's next? What do we ask God to grant us now? And why are we asking for it? The next line of the prayer goes, courage to change the things I can. Now, wait a minute. We just spent an entire episode talking about all the stuff that we have to accept because we cannot change it. And now you're going to tell me that there are some things I can change? Absolutely yes. I don't know about you, but when I heard this, I felt this renewal in my spirit. You know, I like to know what I can do. I've been told most of my life, you can't do this or that. So when I found out that there was something I could change, it was a revelation. Now, before we go there, though, you know I'm going to ask it. So, what is courage? You know, I've gotten so many diverse definitions over the years. Some have even been terribly misguided. How do we define courage? Well, I'm going to tell you what it is not. Courage is not about being fearless. So many people limit the human experience and think something is wrong with them for experiencing fear so we create this macho bravadoism that I'm supposed to be fearless, as if that can actually happen. Then, when we feel fear, we think we're a failure. But you're not. Feelings only make you a human being. The problem comes in when you let the feeling direct the decisions and the behaviors in your life. Feelings do not make good decisions. Period. End of statement. You have the ability to make good decisions, but your feelings do not. Now, I digress because that's an entirely separate episode in and of itself that I do think that we're going we're gonna to take on down the road, definitely. So, back to the prayer. Years ago, and I mean years ago, like at the beginning of my career, fresh out of graduate school, I had the wonderful opportunity to interview a, an injured firefighter. Now, he did what we would all consider an act that would be considerably brave or courageous. He was injured actually pulling two children out of a burning building. It was incredible, absolutely incredible. Saved both of their lives, and it was truly amazing. Now, as a result, he was injured and struggling with some post-trauma issues. So I remember just talking casually with him one day just as a student, and 
ask him, were you scared? You know, he looked at me with this intense stare and said, well, of course I was scared. I'm not crazy. But I heard the kids and I knew I had to get to them. That is the true definition of courage. The ability to face a fear despite being afraid. Courageous people are simply scared humans who step up and do what is needed in spite of the fear. So you understand it's not about being without fear. It's about acting in the moment of fear. Some people also define it as a strength or a power to overcome or an ability to face hardship with confidence and resolution. I even once had an elderly lady in a presentation refer to it as guts. You know, it's sometimes just something a little extra to get through whatever you're experiencing at that moment. Consider this. Have you ever offered anybody words of encouragement? You can do it. You got this. I got your back. What are you actually doing at that moment? You yourself are offering them support to face something that they may be struggling to overcome. You are sharing with them your courage. This is what being a human being is really all about and why it's so important to be connected with other people. You are not meant to carry it alone. When you are the recipient of encouragement, it can spark a change in your life. It also is a beautiful thing to light the fire when you are the giver of encouragement. So as we move forward on our journey to explore this prayer, find your piece of paper from last week. And again, if you're driving down the road, then please wait until later to participate in this exercise. In the last episode, you were asked to write down your serenity definition and then Start a list of things you cannot change that you might be struggling to accept. Today, I want you to write down our definition of courage, the ability to face a fear despite being afraid. This is the next thing that we ask for in the prayer. Well, you know it's coming. If I'm going to ask for something, I must have a reason why I'm asking for it. I am asking for courage to change the things I can. Yeah, let's go there. There are so many things in this world that I cannot change, so what can I change? If I cannot change other people, well, who then can I change? Yes, you got it. I can change me. Now, let me be a little more specific here. What about me can I actually change? There are three things within our circle of control. I can change my words. That's the things that actually come out of my mouth. I can change my thoughts. Yes, it is challenging, but it can be done. And I can change my actions, the behaviors I am engaging in at that moment. It's interesting that when we're upset, it's usually about what others said to us or about us, what others think about us, and what somebody did to us. All three of those are outside my circle of control. This is really about accepting personal responsibility for the things within your control and empowering yourself to make changes in your life and situation. This also includes your attitude. Now, if you were to ask me when I was younger if I had an attitude problem, I would have strongly disagreed with you. But if you were to ask other people in my life, you might have got a different story. That just depends on who you asked. Of course I had an attitude but who wants to look at that? 
Why do you think we ask God to grant us courage, the ability to face a fear despite being afraid to change ourselves? Well, because it's scary. It can be overwhelming to face yourself boldly and inventory the life that you're actually leading. I am a flawed human being. You know, I once heard Dax Shepard describe it beautifully uh, when he said, being a human being is freaking messy. It's the truth. And nobody wants to look at your own mess. I will literally stand in my yard and yell at my neighbor to cut his grass because he's bringing down the property values in the neighborhood. Well, that is until I realize I'm standing in grass up to my knees in my own yard. Now, what's that about? I'll tell you. It's about our fear of facing the mirror, taking a deep dive internally, and owning our own shit. Wow. Isn't it interesting how this prayer takes a turn? How many of you actually want to go back to your serene setting that we discussed in the past episode? Of course, we all do. But we have courage. And you don't have to face this alone. You are not alone in this avoidance of self-discovery. It's not for the faint of heart. But if you truly want to grow, change, or simply be free, you have to go there. Are you willing? This is also a point in the journey that I like to face the want versus need issue. We all have it. I think we totally confuse these two words. Seriously, go to any shopping center anywhere and listen to people. I need a new pair of shoes. Do you actually need them? No, there's nothing wrong with the shoes on your feet. What you're really saying is, I want a new pair of shoes. And that's fine. So say it that way. And don't cross-wire your neural pathways to think a need is the same as a want. There are plenty of times we need to do something that we don't want to. And then there's something that we want to do that we don't need to do. Honesty with yourself will help clarify these two things. I may not want to change my words, my thoughts, my actions, or my attitude, but I may need to change them. After all, it's the only thing I can change within my circle of control. I love the way that Gary John Bishop puts it in his New York Times bestseller, Unfuck Yourself, Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life. He says, if you're not willing to take the actions to change your situation, in other words, if you're willing to put up with your situation, then whether you like it or not, this is the life you have chosen. But before you think, but, 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 or start to get your knickers in a twist, I got to tell you, he is Scottish, by the way. Let me say one more thing. By defending your circumstances as they are right now, you are actually making a case for being where you are. Give it up. If you're unhappy where you are in your life right now, then focus on what you can change and put your effort there. Work with the things that you were given. No, it's not easy. It's not always pleasant. It's uncomfortable and scary as hell. That's why we need courage. The ability to face a fear despite being afraid. I want to offer you encouragement today. Put the things in place that inspire and encourage you. Whether it's a podcast, a book, a class, a friend, or even a therapist. When you ask for it, you will receive it. It just may not be packaged in the way that you want it. So, here we are so far. 
God grant me a peace of mind and calmness, a state of being that I know things are going to be all right, so I can begin a difficult process of accepting the person, place, thing, or situation in my life that brings me discomfort, so I can begin a much-needed healing process. And God, grant me a strength to overcome, an ability to face my fears so that I can honestly look within to change my attitude my words, my thoughts, my behaviors, and my life. Wow, it's a little deeper than three simple sentences, but we're not done yet. There's one more thing that we're seeking in this prayer. God grant me serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Thank goodness there's something that's going to help me sort this stuff into piles. Wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is oftentimes confused with intellect or education. I know a lot of highly educated people that can't find their way home without somebody picking them up. Paper on the wall does not always equate wisdom. Trust me, I have a lot of paper on the wall. Wisdom is knowledge, awareness, insight, and the ability to actively use the knowledge that you receive. Wisdom is also experience. Not just the good experiences, but the challenging ones as well, the painful ones, the struggles, the losses, and the achievements. I always tell people who I am today is a product of the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's wisdom. I love it when years ago, Tony Robbins would encourage people that a sign of growth and change is when we can view our past as something that happened for me, not to me. That is empowerment. Epictetus even wrote, Circumstances don't make the man. They only reveal him to himself. It is my experiences that enhance my knowledge, which equals wisdom. Now, when I share my story or we share our story and our experiences with others, when we become vulnerable, We are sharing our wisdom, and it's the wisdom that helps me know the difference between what? The difference between what we cannot change and what we can change. So, in a sense, I'm making two lists. A list of things I cannot change, and a list of things I can change. Then, I'll apply the right tool for the right job. If I cannot change it, well, I must accept it. I don't have to like it or want to accept it, but I do need to accept it. It's difficult, so I need serenity, a peace of mind, calmness, and comfort, as if I'm in my serene setting. If it's on the list of things that I can change, then I need courage, the ability to face a fear despite being afraid, to look honestly at myself. And it's the wisdom from our experiences and the shared experiences of others that help us to identify where we need to start. Now, I hope that you can see how powerful this simple little prayer can be in your life when you truly understand it. Imagine if we put all the energy, effort, resources that we have been using to change something that we cannot and redirected that to change the things that we can. This is true freedom, and this is true change. Well, it seems like we've reached the end of our session today. 
Again, I want to tell you how grateful I am that you chose to spend this time with me. As you move forward this week, though, I want you to reflect on something. I want to leave you with a challenge. Over the next two weeks, as you wake up every morning, I want you to take a moment and reflect on the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Then, I want you to ask yourself two questions each morning. The first question, what do I need to work on accepting in my life today? Now, listen to how I phrase that. I'm going to work on accepting it in my life today. I may not accept it. In fact, I may want to hold on to it, but at least I'm going to be honest with myself and say, this is something I need to work on accepting in my life today. The second question, what do I need to work on changing in myself today? Now, again, I may not change it today, but at least I'm going to be honest with myself. I'm going to identify it's something I need to work on changing in myself today. Try it for two weeks. Every morning, get up and recite the prayer and then ask yourself these two questions. Then go out and go on about your day. Keep your eyes open and expect your miracle. Please email me when you do. I love to hear how this prayer has been answered in people's lives. Well, I want to leave you today, too, with a final quote. This one comes from Brene Brown's book in Daring Greatly. She's describing what's going through her mind as she walks onto the stage for TED conference in Long Beach. She wrote, I took a deep breath and recited my vulnerability prayer as I waited my turn. Give me the courage to show up and let myself be seen. Then in seconds before I was introduced, I thought about a paperweight on my desk that reads, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? I pushed that question out of my head to make room for a new question. As I walked up to the stage, I literally whispered aloud, what's worth doing even if I fail? I honestly don't remember much of what I said, but when it was over, I was back knee deep in the vulnerability hangover again. Was the risk worth it? Absolutely. I'm not sure how one measures the success or failure of a talk, but the minute I was done, I knew that even if it flopped or drew criticism, it had been totally worth it. I want you to let those words sink in throughout the week. Now remember, you're not alone. Live intentionally, love daily, and laugh often. Don't forget, I'll be dropping a new episode each Monday, so please subscribe and follow me. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and leave a review. Thanks again for stopping by. There's always room for you on the counselor's couch.